This is Live from the Table, the official podcast of the world-famous Comedy Cellar, coming at you on Sirius XM 99, Raw Dog, and on wherever you get your podcasts. Um, this is Dan Natterman, and Noam Dorman, the owner of the world-famous comic strip, is not here. I believe he's, I believe he's in Italy, or coming back from Italy, or doing something. Uh, but, Dolce Vita. Well, in any case, Noam's absence, of course, means we'll probably be discussing things uh, less political and more comedical. Uh, <laughs> Zoe, uh, Periel Ashenbrand. I don't know why I said Zoe. Periel Ashenbrand is here. She is. Yeah, and she is our producer. And we also have Jay McBride, who is a regular comedian here at the Comedy Cellar. Welcome, Jay. Thank you. And she has to be out. Well, you'll have plenty of time. You, ha- you have to host a show tonight right, right, here right. at the Comedy Cellar. Yes. Are there a lot of couples here? Clap it up. Where are all the couples? Let's see. You're so enthusiastic. Uh, <laughs> I do talk about dating a lot. I'm actually asexual. Predator. <laughs> Sorry, I was supposed to say that at the beginning. (laughs) I'm I'm supposed to say, clap it up if you're under 18. (laughs) Uh, Here's something interesting. If you Google my name, this is true, by the way, uh, my name comes up. But then about six or seven pages in, there is a registered sex offender in Michigan with the same name. I know, right? I'm looking at that. I'm thinking like, ew, a registered sex offender? Meanwhile, he's in Michigan going, ew, a tranny comedian? (laughs) (laughs) So we're dating. (laughs) It's perfect. I don't want kids. He's not allowed near kids. Before we uh, talk to Jay in more depth, just to brief briefly about my special that we've been discussing here. Yes. Um, as far as the name of it, we discussed last time that I had taped it, and we discussed all that. But um, I had come up with, you know, Obsaggerations was a name that I had thought of. And I, then I said, well, why not make it a little longer? I say, how about Obsaggerations and Anic Jokes? And so I submitted that to the, I didn't realize, I thought I got to choose it you know, that I was going to make the final decision, but I got a call today saying they didn't like it, the producers. <laughs> so I said, well, what about a little bit bananas? And uh, I'm waiting to hear about that. So it, it, the chances are it will be called a little bit bananas. Look, I didn't argue with them. They paid me to do the special. Listen, I'm not, not going to fucking argue. I would be tickled pink, flattered. It would be uh, really... Okay, well, that's, Although just, I w- that's just an added bonus. The, um, we've been talking about this for weeks, we usually donate, devote. What the hell's wrong with me today? <laughs> devote five to ten. Observational. Uh, we usually today. devote like you know five to ten minutes uh, to it. I also, um, I, I also think that if those of you who tuned in also know that Jade Jordan was on the last show, and I didn't dislike his suggestion either, which was sweet ass jokes. I thought that was cute. Oh, yeah, I, I thought yeah, that was cute. cute for you. Yeah, that's too. actually pretty good. My, um, but a little bit bananas. I thought. But look, li- I, I'm not convinced that the title of a of a special is of that great importance. 
I, though I could be wrong about couldn't that. Couldn't disagree more. Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't I, know. I, 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 was it um, 800 pound? No, no. Uh-oh. This is just some company in Jersey that did a bunch of specials. Oh, cool. With, so um, I don't know. You know, when people talk about specials, do they even bring up the name? Sometimes they do. I, I never. I, I didn't hear anybody talking about John Mulaney's special using the name of the special. Right. You, said, you see John Mulaney's special. Right. That's I, I'm not here to say that the name of the special has no importance, but I, I'm not convinced it has great importance. Maybe it could. I don't know I don't that know. it has great importance in so much as it influences um, anything other than I think it's important to have a great name for something. I think a great body of work deserves a great name. I guess. I guess. Um, so this doesn't deserve a But I couldn't name. come up with a great name. Well, so I came <laughs> up with a great well, name. Okay. I, yeah. You came up with a name. I think it's a good name. It's a great name. What's um, your name? A, a little, little bit, bit bananas. bananas. But that's the, your name? <laughs> That's the name of this special, maybe, assuming it gets approved. Yeah, I'm but not sure. That, it's, that an, feels... it's an allusion to my banana joke. That sounds like a 1970s Steve Martin album. I'm not oh. mad about that. Okay, all right. That's what it, it seems. You say it seems a little dated. It, it seems like I don't know. It just seems like oh yeah, wasn't that a wasn't that a an album by uh, by Steve Martin back in the King Tut days? Well, maybe it was a what that was no, actually something. I don't something? think it was, but that's what it sounds like to me. You know, um, you that. know what? Sweet, I'm not saying that's bad. if they don't like it. I'm gonna I'm gonna say sweet ass jokes. Okay. Yeah. I don't mine. know if they want a sort of a pseudo swear in the title. Anyway, <clears throat> Jay. mine was uh, mine was Daddy's Girl. It just came out in March. Now see, that's a name, Daddy's. That's Girl. a great name. Thank you. And where can we see Daddy's Girl? Well, it's only on YouTube. It's very exclusive. Don't um, say only. Oh, yes, yes, it's very exclusive. Like you need an account on YouTube. <laughs> you need, <laughs> a, you know. So it's yeah, it, it's it, yeah, it's worth every penny I they paid me to do it. <laughs> um. Well, how do you feel about hosting here? Because you're hosting the seven o'clock show, seven thirty. Yes, I, I kind of like it. I've been doing it um, a little over about a year, I guess. Or, I guess when, uh, yeah, about a year here, um, and I kind of like it. I think it's making me a better comic. Uh, I think if if I had, you know, all things being equal, I would probably rather do spots. But I think it's fun. I think just, it just, sort just, of changes. Just briefly, although most of the listeners probably know this, the host is the person that brings up each act. Yes, and. Uh, and um, they do a couple minutes. They usually do 10 minutes up front and then, like, t- however much time they would do right. in between. It seems acts. like longer when I do it. But I never liked it. And I, I, I did it for a time here, and I didn't like it because you, oftentimes, the, first of all, you lose momentum each time you go up. And uh, the audience oftentimes will say, you know, well, this is the time to go to the bathroom or... You know, this is this is break time, and, and sometimes they, they won't pay attention. Well, when you're first up there, I mean, you have ten solid minutes. And I yeah, feel, no, the feel first, be, the beginning part is you can you can be productive and right. get work done. But honestly, I don't really, I, I don't even do time in between comics usually. Like like between the the like after, before the last two, they usually do last call, so I do a couple minutes then. Just uh, but for the most part, I just bring him right up. Also, I didn't like that you had to be in charge of, um, you know, lighting the comedians when it was time for them to get right. off. Right. You know, if you want to be a good host, you have to be a little bananas. A little bit bananas. Oh, right. <laughs> I th- Jay thinks, Jay thinks, and, 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 and maybe, maybe, maybe she's right, that the little bit bananas seems a little 1970s-y. That's well, you're a little bit 1970s. Well, I've been accused of being a little 1940s. It's a compliment. I mean, to me, I think that that's part of the charm. I like that. Like, I think that there, there's well, irony. I, uh, I think that it's a little bit ironic. Because the joke also that it alludes to um, is fucking completely pornographic. And also, you are, by all accounts, a little bit bananas. I'm not giving up on this title. I think okay, it's amazing. Well, well, it may well be. It's probably going to be. Nicole. Anyway. 
I'm still fighting for hard on an empty stomach, but <laughs> I know that's been at this point written off of the list. Actually, so. it's a good it's a good title. It's a good one. Yeah, hard yeah. on an empty stomach. That's actually that's actually a good one. We also totally pornographic. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the problem I had with that, Nicole, is that it's a little bit too maybe dirty. More than sweet ass. I feel like hard on an empty stomach when you have no idea what the joke is is a little bit more like ambiguous than sweet ass. She's not wrong. I think you should name it to railing that yeah, puss maybe, 24-7. Maybe, <laughs> maybe hard on an empty right. stomach isn't so bad. Mm, I don't know. What, what about two feet now of I'm man meat? Now I'm torn, which is another word that can be interpreted pornographically. <laughs> what, no two feet of man meat? Two feet what? Of man meat. Well, that's, that's, that's a little too <laughs> obvious. Um, that's... Gross. What about dick into the badge? <laughs> <laughs> Plus jokes. <laughs> Plus jokes. Um, Let's talk about perhaps um, Mr. Jonah Hill. Yes. Who got yes. into Yes. He's a little bit bananas. Well, uh, apparently his girlfriend uh, posted screenshots of his texts mm-hmm. wherein he said, I don't want you post posing on Instagram in like bikinis or hanging out with, you know, People that are men sketchy and hanging out with guys and okay, posting well, bikini pictures and so on. But give some background. Uh, he was dating a surf instructor, and they met by him approaching her on Instagram. Like he mm-hmm. DM'd her on Instagram. My understanding is, is this is I don't know this firsthand. I'm not friends with Jonah Hill or Sarah Brady. Um, that. He was like, you know, I think this is really hot. Like, I think you're hot, Mm -hmm. and I like your surf pictures. And then they began dating, um, and she posted, and have have since broken up, and she posted these text messages between the two of them, which I will go on record and say I do not like that. I do not think that posting private text messages is a nice thing to do. I'm not, I'm not judging I'm, her for doing it, but I think... Well, why, well, why wouldn't you judge her for doing it if you don't because, think it's a nice thing to do? I mean... Because... I think... Um, because I think that it's more complicated than that. I think that... Um, I, I, I do think that it's more complicated than that. I think that she said from what I read that she felt like every time somebody asked her about her relationship, she kind of had to say like nice things. And she was sick of pretending that like he wasn't this. Well, how about you this? Um, You know, we're, 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 we're done. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. How about doing that? Um, I mean, my, my take is, is that whether or not you found Jonah Hill to be reasonable or unreasonable, he's, he said, these are my, Conditions for uh, our relationship? No, that's not what he said. What he said in this said he said is if you don't if these you, are my boundaries. Yeah, okay. Well, what's the difference? The difference is is that like actually trying to those aren't boundaries. Those are like you're really whatever I mean, they are. You have, the, you, have the, you could just say look, I'm not down with this. Well, but that's a fucked up thing to say to a woman. Like you don't. It's how about this? I'm not down with these these uh, conditions that you've laid out. You know, and and so and it, you know, so we're not we don't work together, and and you know, yeah, yeah. it's a little weird. It's he's a little contr- he's a he may be freak. weird. It's, it's like the two of them. It's like two. He, he may olds. well be weird. They're like two sixteen year olds. Yeah. Like I don't want you talking to other boys. You know, okay, like, but but he may well be weird. Up. But but uh, he has every right to express 
his concerns, and she has every right to say you're fucking crazy. Wait, but slow down. She's saying that he was emotionally abusive. So don't roll your eyes. Well, that <laughs> for those of you just listening, no, it, it's, I'm it's, going by what was posted. Look, right. You can you can say, look, going into this relationship, here are some of the things I would like, and if this doesn't work, we should. Yeah. But not like after you're dating, like, hey. I can't. Why do you do this? You know, That's just, right. It's, well, like, it's but, very controlling, well, well, manipulative. So then, get out of the relation. Bullshit. I mean, I understand it's she more did. complicated. Okay, but why post this shit? Well, be, I think for the reason that I said, which is that she was sick of like w- working under this guise that like he wasn't abusive, emotionally abusive. You can't fall. You can't say like, "Oh, this is really hot. This is one of the reasons why I like you." And then after we get okay, into fine. a serious but relationship, so, so he's, then he's an asshole, maybe. But okay, fine. So then break up with him. But why advertise to the world? You've never, you know, been in an why he's a relationship? Have you been in a what? You've never been in an abusive relationship. I've never really been in any relationship. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I'm a little too logical, yeah. you know. But I understand that in a relationship, feelings are hurt. That 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 it's not so easy to just get out. Okay, I, my my gold rule. But again, like, okay, but you'd probably be a solid boyfriend. You know, I'll, I don't know about that. I have but. a golden <laughs> rule about things like this, and it's usually that they're both assholes. That that's my thing. Like right. he's probably control freak, and uh, who, by the way, he's at best a four. And she's like a nine. So I mean, well, you're being, I think you're being generous with, with, with it, four, with four. Yeah, but I don't, I mean, you know, we're not here to talk about his physical appearance, but, <laughs> but well, yes, I would get, uh, four on, might be on. a little bit generous. Yeah, yeah. He's like, if he were, if he were a plumber, he would not be dating someone like her. Um, I mean, I'm shocked he, you know, he was, he's able to date at that level, even, even given his movie right, status. Right, right. And I think he's just, he's just a creep. He's a creepy guy. I, and I'm, she's like, she's like a little bit vapid, I'm sure, a little bit. And, and she just wants the, the attention, 100%. They're both assholes. That's my rule. Okay, but people They're are assholes. assholes. Yes. You know, but every time someone's an asshole to me, I don't go on the internet and say, this person's an asshole. Here's why and here's evidence. Well, maybe you're I, not an asshole. No, but I mean, pe- I other people are. around <laughs> me are, might be assholes. But that doesn't right. mean I go online and say, so and so mistreated me and here's how. Exactly. And you're post- not an asshole. If you were an asshole, I'm saying, you would saying, post she, it. I'm okay. saying she's an asshole too. I'm okay. saying they're both assholes. Right. Well, okay. I'll I, I don't. I first of all, again, it's foolish, perhaps, to think that these messages, anything that you ever write, is private, right? Yeah, but you would hope that somebody you're dating would at least have the decency. Well, agreed. Unless we're. T- I mean, I could. I can imagine a case if it's something like horrifically like I'm going to murder you. You know. Yeah. Um, and and there's a crime involved, right? All right. What if you know? Then that's that's another story. What if she just posted saying like, "By the way, I broke up with Jonah. He was I found him to be very controlling, and I wasn't comfortable, and we broke up." Yeah, okay, I, I would be okay with that myself. Yeah. Right. Now, yeah. now, is saying, but other people would say, "Well, he's not controlling," and you're making that well. Right. I think that that's true. That people are but like, you know what? I just if posting I did, private shit. I mean, maybe in an extreme case, or if there's a crime involved, you know. Uh, if I like, if I had a daughter, uh, you know, and she said her boyfriend was telling her that she couldn't like talk to other guys mm-hmm. or post bikini, it's post, insane. I'd be like, I would want to kill the, kill him. Yeah, I, I mean that's like, psychotic. You, you, well, why would you want to kill him? Just daughter? tell your daughter, look, leave this dude. No, I'd say I'm gonna I'm gonna drive you across country and dump you in the Grand Canyon. That's what I. <laughs> no, no, no. That's an insane. I, it's weird. Thing it's weird. I would not be happy if I had a daughter who was dating someone like that. Oh. Sure. And to but, say, um. Take the, you should have known to take down all of these pictures because I'm, I don't. Yeah, I'm not have saying a beach body. Uh, I'm not saying that it's uh, not nutty, but again, uh, just to post these things for everybody to see is where I have an issue. Uh, Nicole Lyons, uh, what say you? 
Well, I think the like the use of him also saying boundaries is kind of suspect. Like I feel like it's kind of like therapy speak Agreed. to try and like make excuses for that some of this stuff is like crazy that he's asking for. Like I don't know. All but, but again, really but what about toxic. her posting it? I don't I don't think that's a good idea either. I do get the sense that like maybe you need to validate like Hey, this is what happened to me. Well, maybe but. you can validate that with your friends privately. Say, look at what jo- look at fucking Jonas sent me. But to do it publicly, part of me wants to say that if he really was that big of an asshole, and it really pains me to say this, that like good for fucking her. Like he deserved it. Like if you're gonna act like that, then that's what well, you get. And look, it's very upsetting not... to me because I want to say I just started watching a documentary that he made, <laughs> and I was really gung ho about this and thought that it was going to do wonders for all of our mental health. And it may well. What's I this had, documentary? About? I had a lot in. But isn't that the whole point that Jonah is aware of his his issues and uh, he's trying no, to work through them? No, Dan. The point. What's his documentary? The point is, is that like he totally missed the fucking ball. Uh, it's called Stutz. It's about him and his therapist? Yeah, he has this psychiatrist who apparently is this like quite well-known and kind of renowned and amazing psychiatrist mm-hmm. who has this very particular way of psychiatristing. Okay. And he interviewed him and made a documentary about it. Oh, and right. I started watching it, and like I said, I had a lot invested in um, also in my own mental well, health. Well, my, my, my own uh, Jonah Hill experience, I only had one. Years ago, I did Conan O'Brien. Conan O'Brien had The Tonight Show, and I think it was 2008 or something like that, for about six right, months. Like nine months. They yeah. gave him The Tonight Show for about six, however long And then Jay Leno unretired, yeah, which is, by the way, another asshole move. Okay, but anyway, <laughs> I did the show, uh, and the other guest on the show was Mr. Jonah Hill. Okay. And um, I did my set. I thought it was a pretty good set. Um, I did, uh, what jokes did I do? I don't remember. But anyway. Um, they were a little bit bananas, whatever the joke uh, That was about. long before the banana joke was written. Okay. I did, was... a jo- I did a joke about being 39 and I'm at halftime in life. And that's, uh, you know, halftime, it's like the second half you're going to lose. So it's, you know, the, I had a joke about that. I made an analogy with life and a football game. And in the second half, life is putting in its, its best players. Like, you know, Alzheimer, get in there. Suit up. Anyway. <laughs> um, so I like it. Yeah. So anyway, so uh, here's what I took from that experience. I sat down next to Jonah Hill after my set. He had just done the movie with Aziz. Uh, what's the name of that movie? The, the the stand-up movie. I've never seen any movie. He did a movie oh, about... Judd Apatow. Yeah, one. the Judd Apatow. Oh, movie. that yeah. pineapple thing? No, no, it was no, about no, no. stand-up. It was about stand-up. It was, I think... it was like the comedians or the stand-ups or something. Yeah. Like that. It, was, it was like... Uh, well, maybe, maybe Nicole can get us the name of that movie. But anyway, he was there just after that movie. He had just done a movie about stand-up. I had just done stand-up. Had a good set, and he didn't say anything to me. And I, I have to say that that stuck with me. He didn't say good job. He didn't say like you. St-. He said nothing at all. Now is he obligated? No. Does he know me? No. Did I say anything to him? No. Uh, but I just felt that him as the 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 senior, in terms of the show business hierarchy, person on the show, and me as a, although older than him, a a upstart comparatively speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, that he should have given me some nice words. Yeah, that would have been uh, nice, but he's clearly insecure and he's clearly an asshole. So I, yeah. I took from that, I got a, like, I may be crazy, but I got from that that I don't like this guy. Well, now it's a very small thing. Maybe I'm nutty for, right. 
reading into the fact that he didn't, he's not obligated. Again, he's not obligated. I can't imagine me not saying something to somebody like, hey, that was great. How hard is it to offer that to somebody? Right. Great job. Wouldn't yeah. that be great? First TV appearance. Great job. That's well, it wasn't my first TV appearance. Well, right. it doesn't Sorry. matter. Right. Whatever it is. It was a TV appearance. All right. All right. Um, but anyway, I, that's what I took from that. And it's, it's many years ago, and I still remember it. So I guess it had some significance. Uh, Nicole, were, were maybe you, you have. Uh, by the way, the one thing we people? can all. Uh, oh, sorry. Funny people. Thank you. Funny. funny the one thing we can all agree in is Jonah Hill should not be posting bathing suit pics. That's well, has he done? Thing. Has he done so? Everyone should agree. Like those are my boundaries. I don't ever want to see a picture of Jonah. I do Hill wonder who else was on suit. that show. Uh, Thanks the, to the shoulder hair alone would be a turnoff. I don't know. I feel like I'm okay with it. Really? Yeah. All right. I well, think they're. I. It's really disappointing. You're a little bit bananas. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. It's really disappointing. Like, I don't really know that much about Jonah Hill. I haven't really seen any of his movies. But in the glimpses through which he's passed through my... Um, the By the way, just briefly, thanks to the miracle of the internet, <laughs> I was able to find the show. Jonah Hill, Cheryl Hines, Dan Natterman. Episode July 21st, 2009. Wow. Can we watch that? I doubt it. This is just IMDb what popped up when but I, why, when I entered that it. Wow. Almost, almost 14 years to the date. You know, you're right. Holy shit. That's it. How about that? Yeah. Wow. Um, and she's right. good at math. Look at that. I know. That I know. I can subtract. The, I mean, <laughs> the world was a very different place in 2009. That'll be my next one. My next one. When I, when I'm, yeah. <laughs> the world was a different place in 2009. I think Facebook was around, but we all had hope. New. We all had hope. Well, Jonah was, Hill a young, was still a young Barack Hill. Obama was just taking, just taking his first steps into Yes, greatness. into the wow. Oval Office. Um, there was no, I don't think there was a Twitter. Um, I think there was. There was Twitter, maybe. but I don't think it was like a... Was MySpace yeah. still a thing? Anyway, um, that's my... 2009. Very, very... Uh, I was only 16. Oh, so you weren't even... <laughs> so we're in, at a 16-year-old Jay McBride... Sure, let's well, go with that. ...was doing what? No, um, actually, uh, yeah. I, I Actually, I just started stand-up in okay, 2009. So you weren't October of 2009, I just started stand-up. Okay. How about that? Well, you're a relative newbie in stand-up. I know. 2009, I know. so y you've been doing it now... This is a, a discussion I had recently with somebody. I said, you know, um, I've been doing comedy th 30 years, but, but they had been doing it for about 15. This person I was discussing this with, and I said, you know, that, that used to be a long time in comedy, 15 years. Yeah. Um, because nobody had been doing comedy for that. Very few people. Because there just weren't as many people that had been doing it. You know, when I started, Seinfeld started in 1976. So when I started comedy... Seinfeld started... In 76, I believe. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. So when I started comedy in 93, Seinfeld was about 17 years in. That makes me feel better about my life. I also wonder if I think a lot of, like, I think there used to be, people used to be able to use stand-up as a platform yeah, to go so into other things, people and then used they to, would stop doing stand-up. Yes, I think that happened comedy. a lot. So that people, you just didn't have um, people that had been doing it that long, as many people that had right. been doing it that long. Right, so, so like Romano and... and um, like Kevin James, like yeah, Romano. They, they were great. Stand and now he's obviously he comes in and he still does it some more. But for the most right. part, he he was dumbest. He was about ten years. Uh, Romano was probably about ten years in when he yeah. got his sitcom. Maybe not yeah. even that long. Yeah, uh, so. and I look at uh, like Michael Keaton. I, I was watching the comedy well, store a, documentary. Stand his stand up was brilliant. Was he? he was he was so good. But then he just but he, he but he did he, he blew up. And he now, did now he uh, what I long to do, which is get the hell out of stand up. Yes, I, I'm <laughs> start, The more I'm in stand up, the more I want to get out of it. It's pretty sad. Now, why is that? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I just it it it's just so much now. It's so much with social media. It's so much, especially like 
just the shit you get. I get online now for being trans alone. It's just like there, like there, there are places now that won't book me. You know. By the way, I didn't bring up trans. I know, I know, I know, and I appreciate that. that Like there are places for sure that I know they'll be like, no, we don't want a trans comedian Mm -hmm. in our. Regardless, sight unseen, they'll just say that. You know, and and like. Well, I imagine you would anticipated that though. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it's still that doesn't mean it's a (laughs) good. Yeah, it's just like like I need. I'm setting my boundaries. I like that Dan it was like it was like he was like cross examining. Right. He like, he, no, no, she opened the door for right. that. I'm just, she opened no, the no, door no, no, to no, 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 as far I, as I'm, I'm concerned. Sure Jay guys, is yes, just yes, she's every just other comment. Yes, like so you're trans. Tell us about that. You know, I was like, all right. Well, we, we've discussed that on the podcast. We yeah, don't need I'm to sure, go I'm into sure. that know, and down that road. Right. And no one wants to hear it. Everyone's sick of it. Wait a second. There are places that will not book you. Yeah, and it's just in like in like Alabama. Well, I mean. I'm not going to call out people, but no, there there are clubs that won't book me. There are clubs that'll, which look, I, I don't want to sound like a pity party, but it's just like it's, when I talk about getting out of stand up, it's just like the business aspect. It's just it's just brutal, and I'm I'm like, you know what? It's I still have fun every time I ha- do a set. Every time I hang out with comics, it's still like the highlight of my day. Like I was depressed all day today. I guarantee I'm going to leave feeling great about myself. Oh, um, you should. You know, but but no, it's just it's just. But I mean, the, the business. Like I would, I really would love to go into something else. You know. Something related to show business, or um, yeah, you know, a, yeah, maybe or, plastics, or um, right. I would know. like to continue <laughs> my math degree and uh, build a submarine. That's, did uh, did, that's did, did you did you have a math degree? Yes, yes. Well, that's very impressive. Oh. Math degree, and it's like that's why I can Shut subtract uh, two thousand twenty three. Where, where did you get your math degree? Uh, SUNY Albany. So the opposite of fine school. It's all right. It's not. A Look, a math a degree at any school is impressive. First of all, as somebody who is math challenged, I really picked up on that like very quickly. The well, fact that I said that her next special should be called "Good at Good at Math" is really very. I, I think that'd be a good title. Yeah. yeah. Look, l- math. I've said it before. I'll say it again. We can all fucking read a book. Well, we can all memorize dates. You know. Uh, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> you know, we can all. What other stuff? Do your do goddamn taxes. What other subjects do we? We can all learn a second language if we put in the effort. No, no. If we put in the effort. If we I put feel in the like effort. Everything I can do, you're like diminishing. I'm not saying we can all write a good book. I'm not saying we can all write a good book. I didn't say we can all write on Conan O'Brien. I didn't say we can all write a book. I said we can all read a book, which is what you do in school. You read a book and regurgitate. I'll tell you what we can all do: is stare differential equation in the face and say "fuck you." That's right. That That's we right. cannot all do. No. no. That separates the, I don't want to say the men from the boys. <laughs> <laughs> that separates but, the uh, men from the whatever you, know, you are. that is the expression. The, whatever this thing is that we're talking to. Don't blame me. That's the expression <laughs> that the English language uh, right. has. There, actually, there's a book <laughs> you know? called Enumeracy, which is basically like the math equivalent yeah. to illiteracy. You yeah. know, talking about how like so many people are just have no idea what's going on with like yeah. even basic things with that, math. That's fucking hard. That's yeah. Yeah. There, well, there was, there's this, like the first anecdote in the book, he was talking about this weatherman was saying like, well, there's a 50% chance to rain on Saturday and a 50% chance to rain on Sunday. So it looks like there's a 100% chance for rain this weekend, mm-hmm. which is not how math works. But yeah. the fact that no one caught it and no one said anything to him, they're like, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's just like, yeah, just people are just bad at math. And they math, don't, which, and, and the reason they're bad at math is because math is hard as fuck. Yeah, as long as some people are good at it, we're fine. You know. It's when everyone's bad at it, that's normal. What, what was the most advanced thing you took in math? I don't want to make I, mean, I took I took level 400, 500 courses. I think so the hardest that, one was like, actually. Uh, um, well, one of the one this branch called topo- topology, topology. Okay. yeah, which is like this weird, like that's like the basis of when you th- like um, that shapes relativity and stuff like that. Okay. Like it talks about. All right, no, 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 I don't. No, I'm really blown away by this. Like, like if you like, all right, 
it, it's hard to hard to explain, well, but basically, like when you like, you wouldn't understand. Yeah, yeah. Like, like <laughs> I'll talk with Dan. Okay, like, let's just you, you sit this one let's, out. Okay, uh, <laughs> we don't want to have a whole math podcast, but suffice right. to say that it's yeah. a very advanced. Right, area right. of it talks about things called manifolds and different shapes and how different like fields of like different how how math can still work in various shapes and how like our universe might not be a flat plane but it could be so it's it's so got a little bit of physics it's a lot, in it's it. a lot. yeah it's i, it's, I mean basically is this is just like the the building point for a lot of that physics like quantum physics like some of those other like, manifolds so so what are so. riveted are you this is interesting oh. to you guys yes I mean, what's, I in, what's interesting to me is that that a comedian has a math degree. Yes, that that's is, a very yeah. unusual yes. thing. Now I have a law degree. I'm a lawyer. You see, which by, is more by, impressive, I think. Which is far less impressive. Oh, I don't know. I think it's more impressive because, as I said, anybody can fucking just memorize some laws and statutes. And I mean, there's some logic. You need logic to be a yeah. lawyer. You have to apply the laws and the statutes to a particular case. Well, that's what someone said uh, to me. I should but, go to but, law school. I, but based but on logic. but um. I just think math is like a, a whole other thing in terms of what, requiring just raw intelligence. I don't think there's anything uh, more difficult. I but agree, hundred percent. What? what uh, <laughs> you are going to leave here feeling what, great. Right, well, exactly. so with a math degree, you going to Wall Street and become like a what's that a well, quant? Well, the, they call it. Yeah, they're, they're acturies. Is one of oh, the actuaries. Is, I mean, it's not about. the most That's exciting job in the world, but it pays no, well. No, but yeah, a lot of like a lot of hedge funds will use that, and a lot of insurance companies. Right. It's real seedy kind of work, but everyone who does it apparently is happy. But or you can go in and go further and either get a master's and teach or get a PhD and. So you don't have a master's, you just have a bachelor's. No, I just have a bachelor's. I, I, like, but ma- I feel like if you're good at math naturally, mm-hmm. it's not hard, right? Like you can go and so do you, you, stuff. Do you, perceive, do you perceive it as hard is the question, I think. Do I think? No. Because no. The, the, those of us who are not, you know, I was okay at math uh, until I wasn't, but um, it, it seemed very, very hard to me. But to you, it, it seemed... Yeah, I mean, it, it was pretty. It, it, I wouldn't say it was like maybe it sound like I'm Rain Man or something like that, but I mean, like it was, it was, it was, it was okay. It, it was. I enjoyed it. It was still there uh, things that I had to work at. But. It's unbelievable. Anyway, um, it's wow, that was like the, that was the worst, least funny fifteen minutes this podcast <laughs> has ever done. Oh no 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 oh, no, 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 no 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 no. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, by the way, did, is Jocelyn still telling? Do we know if she's still telling the uh, the. Um, the joke about the uh, Malaysian, oh, the Malaysian. I think so. I think so. Probably. I think she says it, and that leads into like what's happened since. Speaking then. of jokes about tragedy, nuts. have yes. you have you uh, did you do any uh, submarine jokes? Uh, I think I posted a tweet or something like that, but I don't even remember what it was. But um, stuff like that, or on Facebook, but but I don't, I don't really tell any jokes about that. But I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. I think I, t- I can't even remember, but I tweeted a joke, and of course, some people are like, oh, you shouldn't make fun of dead people, and I'm like, you know. All right, it's five bridge guys. All right, it's not. Come on. Well, it's not that they were. I think one of them was like a daughter, though, wasn't it? Of one of the guys. Yeah, I don't think it matters that they're rich or not. I think just the, the, the only thing that mitigates it a bit for me, um, in terms of whether the appropriateness of making fun of such a thing, is that I think they were aware of the risks, as right. far as I, uh, from what I've read. I need they, to, were, I, they were right, aware that this was a very risky thing to be doing. That's like saying, like, oh, you. Got hit by a car crossing the street. You were aware that that was. Uh, well, I don't know about that. No, I and, and make that I wasn't analogy. even making fun of the fact that uh, they died. I think I was just making some weird no. plan words about submarines, but I don't even remember what it was. That's how. Uh, I'm sure. It, I'm, sure it killed. I'm sure it killed. Thing. I'm sure <laughs> it killed. I'm sure it killed. I'm sorry. I didn't mean. I'm sure it got millions of likes. Um, 
Oh, I thought the pun was that I'm sure it killed. Like, I thought that was the joke. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> it seems like such a crazy thing to want to do with your time, let alone your money. Like, forget that. Well, but it's like my worst nightmare to get inside of a thing like that and do that. Are you claustrophobic? Yeah. Isn't, like, anybody reasonable? Like, you know, that's, that one, that's, one thing, that, that's, one, that's one thing I don't have is claustrophobic in terms of, you know, fears and anxieties. Really? Would you have gotten into that submarine? No, of course not. Why not? <laughs> because the, the risk was too high. Yeah, they, they go past a certain depth that they call hull crush depth. I mean, at that point, you're like, all right, maybe there's a good chance the hull could crush once we hit hull crush depth. Hull crush, yeah. crush yeah. So, you know, depth? Yeah, like a lot of submarines. Sounds like a Hebrew word. Depth. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's good. Yeah, it's a type of bread you put. It's good with pastrami. Dan is teaching himself Hebrew. Well, I have oh, yeah. been. I have been, but um, I'm teaching you know. myself French. Well, Are I've you? already yes. done. I've already done that. Oh well, there you go. You know, um, not that I've mastered it, but well, I did it because Dan said literally but, uh, anyone but, can. But so I, no, I, no, I, 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 Duolingo. That's urban well, uh, yeah, but Duolingo. That's not the technique I used. Um, I used the Natterman uh, technique. Nice. Uh, what is that, you ask? Yes, yes, please. Well, first what I do is I get all the grammar down. Okay. I get uh, all the grammar down. I get a book. I got a book about just all the grammar, all the tenses, the, you know, the adjectives, the, the nouns, the, you know, the, the, uh, the gender, gender of nouns and all that. I get all that down, and along the way, you're going to pick up some basic vocabulary. And then after that, I just start reading. I just started reading. I, well, when I started, there was, there was um, not much going on online, so I got Paris Match at the newsstand and would read an article and then if I didn't know a word I would write it down and then I would look up the definition and I would memorize the list. It's completely insane. It's I mean, memorization. It's completely insane that you were able to teach yourself French. Well, like no, that. I don't think it's insane at no, all. I'm I had a lot of you, well, I'm telling you, I, you know, like, I think it's it's a gift. I don't know. That I have, have a lot of free time. Gift. Look, yeah. the, you know, like every cab driver in New York speaks two languages. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not crazy to speak a second language. It's not no, no, crazy no. to speak a second language. It's crazy to be able to teach yourself yes. a second yes. language. No, I don't know. I without think given, being given, immersed. What's crazy? Well, first of all, you don't know. If you moved to France and you learned French, that would be less impressive. First of all, you don't really know. How good my French is. I just tell you, and I could be full of shit. Let's hear it. Well, it, No, I've heard you speak. I studied French from 6th grade until 12th grade. I lived in France. I have seen you. Où est le pamplemousse? Mm-hmm. Oui, j'aime, j'aime pamplemousse. <laughs> pamplemousse est très bien. Um, <laughs> and I, you perform in French, which is all I need to know. To well, know that it's got to be... To be fair, a, one could perform in a foreign language just memorizing, you know... Because I only did ten to fifteen minutes, I'm just playing devil's advocate, um, but uh, against myself. But um, so that in and of itself is not necessarily an indicator. And the law degree, he's playing yeah. devil's advocate. Yes. Um, but in any case, uh, are you really a Duolingoing? Uh, yes. Yes. I'm at like two hundred something days in a row. So okay. I'm, uh, it's my streak. And this wow. is just for fun, or do you have an intention? I mean, I would. To, uh, yeah, if Trump wins, I'm going to Canada. That's well, but <laughs> most of Canada is English speaking. It's on fire. No, I know, but usually it's I, also I, on fire. Yeah, um, I thought I thought to, to to emigrate there though, you needed to learn French. That's what. No, I don't so believe so. At Quebec, I suppose I first, you do, yeah. but I don't think Toronto or any anywhere yeah. else. Is that true? That's why I mean, you that's started what I thought. learning I thought French. Part of it. That's I mean, insane. Yes. 
I don't believe that you need to know French if outside of Quebec. I don't know that you need to, but I think it would probably She's help. going yes, to move so. to yeah, Canada like, and become a math professor. That's right. That's right. And <laughs> well, you know, and I have a joke about this. I get mauled by a polar bear. I mean, one of my right. jokes is is that, you know, we all all these people are saying they're going to move to Canada right. if Trump, Trump wins and Trump won and nobody moved to Canada. Right. I mean, it's not even a joke. It's just a statement, but it gets last because it's very true. Um, and I, I put the word fuck in there, which uh, amplifies oh, I, I, it a bit. I remember my submarine joke, by the way. It was not great. Okay. It wasn't worth it. I said it's never the millionaires you want to die in a submarine oh, or something good. like that. But that's uh, good. Well, there were billionaires, I think, some of them. I, I, yeah, you know. Uh, but um, in any case, um, but it's true. Nobody moved to Canada after uh, Trump. No, I mean, no, I mean, I'm sure somebody did. I can't say nobody. Right. But it not literally nobody. I think everyone's but like, you know, what, it's very few that, because they probably like, didn't think yeah, Trump would yeah, actually win. Right. Yeah, but no, now I mean, there are politicians literally saying that they want to eradicate trans people. <laughs> I mean, like that's well. Uh, who's saying so, that? Who's saying that? It was at at CPAC. Someone literally. What did they say the they phrase, want to eradicate eradicate trans people? Okay, well, that's obviously that's a far-reaching CPAC. statement. But yeah, uh, that's like a major. I mean, did he Trump mean by that? DeSantis spoke there. Kill he trans people there. or simply uh, disallow them to to transition. Either way, I don't think that. Yeah, either way, that's either not either good. Either way, it doesn't. Yeah. Bode either way, well. that's not good. That's so sick. It's like all right, I guess you know, and I don't know. It's just a lot. It's awful. So, yeah, that's it's just it just wears on you all the hate online. But and yet, but yet we're, we're, we've never been uh, as a society. It's never been a better time to be trans. You know, I mean, obviously, it's a lot better than seventies and eighties and nineties and maybe and I guess even the first decade of the two Ks. Um, I mean, there's been a real change. There has almost been. over in, in New York. Night. Yeah, in New York, it's a lot better. Right, but okay. it's worse than it was five years ago. In in New York, it, well, in, in the country, it's right. worse, you know. So, it, it, you know, again, we probably don't want to talk about this shit. No, why? We can talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> you guys talk amongst yourselves. We do. We talk about it all the time, actually. Well, yes. Um, but anyway, that's why I started learning French. I thought, why not? Plus, it's it's. I think everyone should learn a second language. Well, you know, what, what I, mean, I have? Why are we? We're like the only country where people don't speak right. two languages. Well, we're also the country, the only country that went to the moon. So, I don't know. Sup- well, <laughs> supposedly, I don't know about um, that. And we did invent GPS. I know. So, I mean, we do math. some. Co- I thought Israel. Th- no, no. I thought no. Israel. No. GPS is an American invention. You sure? Don't look at me like that. But it's man. an American invention. Oh, Waze was Israeli. Yeah, Waze, okay. which is a, right. an application that uses GPS. Okay, all right. But GPS is an American invention. Um, you know, a lot of amazing, amazingly brilliant people. In addition to the. Not so amazingly brilliant people live in America. We've done some great things. We don't have, we don't learn a second language because we don't need to. Right, right. Um, you know, it just does us no good when you speak English and people all over the world speak English as a second language. It, we're not, uh, okay. you know, forced to. So it, it doesn't mean we're dumb. I'm not of, saying that. There are yeah. plenty. I'm saying that. Yes. I think that a lot of Americans are. I mean, most well, Americans certainly. don't have passports. Like ninety something percent of oh. Americans do not have a passport. Well, we, they don't need those either, I guess. Well, well, we're a big country. We got everything you need. We got the Grand Canyon. We got skiing. We got tennis, fishing, hiking, com- great comedy. You know. Yeah, there's a whole world out there. I understand, but but um, but because we're so huge. I mean, if you live in, in in Sweden, you make a wrong turn, and there's a border that you know you you're in Norway. Then yeah, you're gonna need a passport. So I mean, part of it is that yeah, Americans tend to be insular. And Don't you want to see the world? Don't you want to like? I've never been to Europe, actually. Well, yeah. Canada's the only uh, t- other country I've been to. I think that 
But however, I'm how, the reason why the fire. Started. However, I I'm did, sorry. I did, I did, I, did re- I did read this camping and you know, smoking. Oh, that was you. That was me. Sorry. I did read that uh, learning a second language is is very good for your brain. Uh, whether or not you know it has any practical value, we can discuss. But it apparently establishes different neuronal connections in the brain and delays the onset of Alzheimer's disease. Oh. By perhaps five years. Really? Now that doesn't sound like that much to yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like a lot of work for very little. Well, uh, it, it, it's a lot of work if you don't enjoy the work. Well, right. my biggest but fear. But if, if you enjoy it, then it's uh, an added bonus. Here's my biggest fear. If I do Duolingo for like like five years, say, and yeah. I still sound like, you know, like a third grader. Yeah. <laughs> just well, because up, I don't think know. Duolingo, with due respect to the good people at Duolingo, who I guess are not going to sponsor the show after this, but I just don't think that's a way serious person who wants to really learn a language is going to learn a language. I think the Natterman technique is far superior. What's it called? Uh, with the Natterman technique. And just the to review it, you first yeah. you get to buy a book or, uh, yeah, you know, or maybe there's some free resources online. Get all the grammar down. Or move yeah. to Paris. And then... Well, I'm just going to watch Law and Order. And then finish. start reading. And there's and a... Then, uh, see what happens. I think it's a little premature for that, but that's, that's yeah. a goal. Yes. But, you know, you can go online and go to Paris Match for free. Paris Match. Um, what else? You, you know, have to actually Voici. speak. That, that's Yeah, but first you... I did well, but first things book. first. First things first. We get... The, comp- the reading comprehension down. Then we move on to to listening and speaking. This okay. is the Natterman technique. You may disagree. I think it I should th- be people all disagree at with the string theory too. But this is my thing. Yes. Th- okay. You know, um, string theory is yeah, yeah. Well, I don't understand it, but I know that people disagree with it, and other people agree with it. I bought a book about um, about the universe. It's not Stephen Hawking, Brief History of Time, which I also bought, right. but another book which is similar. Which, which what's that? No, Monsieur, it's not him. It's oh. some other guy that purports to explain the universe and the workings of the universe in a way that anyone can understand. And, uh, no, you, there's no explaining this shit right, in a way that right. anyone can understand. I, yeah, I, there's, there's no I tried theory. to yeah. read A Brief History of Time years ago, and I couldn't make heads or tails out of it. Mm. And that's supposed to be for, like, the layman. Yeah. But, but I, Hawking... I'm actually listening. I, was, um, I bought a book on tape about string theory, and it's fascinating, but it's also, like, part of it. It's like, wait a second. You know, you're like, hold on. This is all just theoretical, you know, but anyway. Well, if you can at least understand the theory, then What's you're... What's the you're, theory? I, I, no, we, we're not getting into the string theory, because first of all, I don't understand yeah, we, that I'm not... Well, maybe Kate can explain it. No, I don't. No, I, I, I can't. I mean, you know, well, I think I it would mean, be interesting. I would love to see a lecture Suffice it to but, say um, that the Natterman yeah. method is for serious language learners yes. only. Or you could go to the country. But even if you go to the country, you've got to make sure it's... You know, I, I know people that have lived in France for 10 years, and they, their French is not very good because they hang out with Americans. Right. Well, that's obviously not the way that you learn a language. But unfortunately, if you hang out with French people or Spanish people or whatever language you're trying to learn, and you don't already speak it at a good level, they don't want anything to do with you. Why do they want you around? You get a French lover. Bumbling, what I do bumbling I have, along. Yes. I have a French person come into my... A French lover come into my apartment, then he puts... Clothespins all over me and doesn't take them off unless I start pronouncing there things right. Go. And then good. it wor- then it works. Then uh, and, you know sometimes I'll feel saucy and I'll intentionally mispronounce words. You know, <laughs> but but we get there. But you you need to have a level that's sufficient such that the person talking to you is going to tolerate you because otherwise it's just like hanging out with a, 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 a baby that can't talk that very well, like a three year old. Ugh, gross. Look. Now, we tolerate a three-year-old because they're, if no, it's your child, you tolerate it. But you're not going to tolerate a grown person that can't string together a sentence. Hanging out with young That's kids. That's why the Natterman method is the recommended. Listen, okay. I, um, 
I think I am going to maintain that moving to a country for and doing everything that you're saying, but being immersed in it. But you, but you, but you can easily live in a country and not be immersed. So you have to be careful. You can live in a country and hang out with people that speak yes, perfect English can. or yes, very good can. English. Okay. We next. And again, if you're trying to hang out with people and speak to them in the language that you haven't really mastered well, then they're not, I mean, they're going to probably talk to you back in English if they can. If they can. So. Um, what else? So what else? So. Um, I did something recently that made me think of you, Mr. Natterman. All right. Which is that I flew in you a You were in the bathtub. Yeah. I flew in a tiny plane. Okay. Now, why like did that make you jet? think of me? What? Like why did that make jet? you think of me? Why, why, why would that make me think of you? Can you guess why flying in a... Because I have a pilot's license? Yes, very okay. good. Really? Look, look at you. Look at that. Connecting the, the dots. I was... It was crazy. My dad had a pilot's license. Really? Well, I don't like the word had in there. Well, I mean, he, you know, he, he's dead. So. No, but he didn't, he didn't die of the... Of, of, he didn't... No. no. <laughs> well, remember 9-11? No. Um, <laughs> he, was, he was on one of the... No. Um, oh my God, that would be awful! Could if, you if imagine? My dad was a pilot on 9/11 and flew into the tree. Yeah, well, he was he was, be, he was just bad. a private pilot with a yes, smaller craft. Yes, yes. You could just tell people that nobody's going to actually fact check it. Actually, it's interesting. He like towards the end when he had cancer, he really wanted started going through his bucket list, and um, that was one of the things was a pilot's license. But because he had his voice box removed and he needed one of those electronic things, oh, yeah. he almost didn't get his license because they have to be able to understand you. But they just when figured we'll give it to you anyway. You. Yeah, so so I think I think they're like, oh wait, he's he's about to die. Yeah, whatever. Here you go. You know, like it, it came in the mail. I think after he was buried. But um, wow, I wonder if that was intentional. I I doubt it. I I don't know. Yeah, boy, that one. All right, that went fucking dark. Right. Really? Let's go back to Seth. Let's go back to Seth Rogen or no Jonah Hill. <laughs> Jonah Hill. Although we could talk about Seth Rogen, I haven't heard it from him in a while. But, um, so here's the thing. I was in a small plane because I was near a bunch of islands, and one of the islands that I was near was... Which shaped like a penis. Was, well, <laughs> you're not wrong. Okay. Was Jeffrey Epstein's island. Oh, my dad was there, too. No, not really. I'm kidding. I wanted to go on a tour of that island. I thought I thought they could turn that into like like some like fucked up version of... like a uh, house? Yeah. No, that that's that's weird. That's just too creepy. Is it? I mean, I mean, they have like what, they hear children screaming. No, like, no, no, no. But like, I don't know. Is it really so different than like um, these like documentaries they make? Like, why not go All these tours of uh, yeah. you know these? Um, I guess I, I don't know. That's like, just isn't there a tour in L.A. where you can tour like where all, everybody died? Yeah, or it's Alcatraz or like something like. The problem that. is, is that this island is difficult to access. I guess. Yeah, but I mean. So is the fucking Titanic. That didn't seem to yes, happen. Yes, and nobody, and nobody goes there except for a very few people, right? Ill-advisedly. Right. Uh, Jay McBride, um, what projects uh, have you coming up, if any? Uh, not much. Okay. Nothing really. Okay. I th hopefully, I'll be on a tour. Well, other uh, than getting the fuck out of stand up and maybe getting into becoming an actuary, what? what uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you if you had to stay in stand up, what uh, what are you looking to? Well, no, I, I do. I like. I'm not gonna like stand up. Will always be there, you know, and I'll always do it. But I, I like. I would love it if I could do things like like I, I um, I actually wrote about 80 pages of a graphic novel, 
I started doing a comic strip last year, which was kind of fun. I would love to do either of those things, but I would also like to get back into acting a little more when the writer's strike is over, but we'll see. We'll see. Oh, you, you brought up my book before the show. Yes, yes. Um, which, there's no news, generally. I wrote a book, of, you know. Which is a big Before deal. and during the pandemic. Um, but I did get an email from somebody. I guess I sent out all these emails when I was trying to get a publisher. I ended up self-publishing. But when I was trying to get a publisher, I sent out a bunch of emails to, like, potential or to agents. Uh -huh. First, yeah. you got to get an agent. Generally, I guess it, maybe if you had a real good connection to publishing, you need an agent. But generally, you need an agent. Yeah. So I just got an email back today. Hey, literally like two two years later. Yeah. Saying, oh, hey, we'd like to take a look. Sorry, we, you know we got swamped and great. But it's like two years ago. But um, I'm not going to mention the name. But did you turn me on to these people? Is this a name that you that looks familiar to you? I don't know who uh, who. Um, oh, I think it was Nareed Capel that. No, this isn't me. I think it was Nareed Koppel that uh, that steered me in that direction. That's great. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, 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 the fact that I self-published it, I think, is going to be an issue for anybody that... Wrong. Fifty Shades of Grey was self-published. Okay, well, maybe right. I'm wrong. Um, anyway, look, He's I... He's so negative. Well, I'm not... I'm, I, I, you call it it's negative. It's part of the Natterman I call, method. I call it... It's part of the Natterman method is amazing. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> in everything I do, there's a bit of negativity. <laughs> But it is, um, you know, I, I, you call it negativity. I call it realism. No, but it's like, it's, well, it's a, very it's hard a completely to get a novel published. You know. Okay, but you already published one, and it's no, I didn't publish it. I, I self-published it. Right. right. You. That's it's like it's hard to get like somebody to pay you money to. It's to also publish. hard to get on the Tonight Show. And you know what? You'd I'm, be surprised. Oh, for the love of <laughs> God! <laughs> you know, I just, I'm just saying, it's not so hard. The book is beyond excellent. Oh well, thank you. Everybody who's read, you know, I'm reading a book that. now. A Look, he can't even let me finish. Oh, you you made your point. You're too nice. W one of the, um, it's almost like you have to do the opposite of a compliment sandwich. You have to say something negative, right. And then a compliment, and then and something. The negative. Sneak the, in the compliment. Jay, the, the, right, the book right. is about a stand-up comic. Yes, named yes. Iris Spiro. Hence the title, Iris Spiro. Before COVID is the name of the book. But um, one agent told me, well, nobody cares about stand-up comics. I don't know if that's true or not. But I am reading a book that was a bestseller in France called The Possibility of an Island uh, by Michel Welbeck, who's a well-known... Uh, great. Did you great read that book? Michel Welbeck. I did not well, read... You didn't need to pronounce it that well, way. Well, I actually <laughs> pronounced it that way intentionally. Uh, um, is that the French pronunciation? No, that's the pronunciation okay. because Michel Welbeck is French. Uh-huh. Right. But you, you call it Paris or Paris? It depends. Uh, well... No, I say Paris just because it would be pretentious. Oh, it would be Paris. pretentious as a mother. <laughs> <laughs> you have to roll but the R. The name is different. We've been through this before on this show with authors' names, haven't we? Uh, it's uh, almost like when when remember a Hurricane Henri, and like <laughs> and, and, and like so many people were like, I'm not saying. Wait, did we have a Hurricane? We had and a Hurricane so like Henri. Hurricane Henry. I don't pronounce it. <laughs> uh, like Fox News would never say Henri because because that would make them gay. Apparently, if they said it, so they're like. <laughs> Hurricane Henry. I don't say Henri. Uh, well, I'll say Henri, but I won't put I won't put too much effort into getting the accent right. Right. One Why? can say one can say Henri without a French accent. Right. You know, Henri. you're perfectly within your your rights. To Why do so. is it pretentious to pronounce something the proper well, way right. in the language? If it's not natural, then just say Michelle Huelbeck. Michelle Huelbeck. Huelbeck. If it's not, if it doesn't come Michel naturally Huelbeck. to Maybe. you, yeah. then you know you don't uh, need to do it. Uh, anyway, what about you? Said you've read. He's uh, fantastic. Well, say it again. Elle écrit un bel livre. Je livre. 
Should we leave uh, Michelle uh, Webeck? No, no. <laughs> I mean, the word leave is to, book. To, uh, to J'ai lu? To lire. J'ai lu. I read as I lu. Isn't it lire? Lear is the infinitive form. Yeah. Yeah. J'ai lu un livre. Right. Oui. De Michel Houellebecq. Ah, oui. uh, c'est très ah, bien. Ah, de Michel Houellebecq. Yeah. Oui, je mange right? un croissant et uh, je... je... <laughs> so dumb. Uh, I've read a few books by him. So I mean, anyway, he's in large part. So he's a huge, huge, yeah, huge, huge. Um, author. And this book, which I didn't, I didn't know, I just figured, all right, well, he's a, a popular author and this book got a lot of acclaim. The, the main character is a stand-up comic. A French stand-up comic. Et voilà. And uh, <laughs> Ooh la la. now that that doesn't necessarily mean. C'est impossible. Now uh, you know maybe maybe the French, uh, f- f- you know, for them it's more, I don't know. But anyway, um, so his his character he he has like jokes and sketches that he kind of injects in the in his book, but he's not yeah. a comic, so they're not funny. Right. I mean the book is good. This plot is good. You know, I th- I mean I I I'm enjoying it. But when he like tries to, you know, do funny shit with the main character, mm-hmm. it, uh, to me, anyway, it doesn't work very well. Because he's not a real comic. Nothing a, would give me more pleasure. I'm a, see, what I did in my, is that my, my main character does jokes that I've tested here at the cellar, so I know they work. Nice. Have you read his book? Not yet. You no, have she, to. Well, she doesn't have to, number no, one. No, I want to. Well, okay, I can say you have I can say you have to. pay money you, you could also read The Possibility of an Island with, by Michelle. And, and you yeah. could read, try to read it in French, but it might, it's probably a little complex. Actually, the book I got in French is a book by uh, uh, about Sergio Aragonés's uh, cartoons okay. from the man. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, yeah. But that's your thing. You like, yeah. you yeah. like the graphic yeah. cartoons. The graphic Drawn, uh, Drawn-out dramas, is that what they call them in Mad Magazine? He was a Mad Magazine guy, right? Yeah, he would do all the... Uh, Spy versus uh, Spy or no, whatever. No, that no. was Spy, but he would do the things in the margins. Okay. Those little tiny okay. things okay. in the margins. Really fascinating guy. Al, like didn't Al Jaffe just die? The, I think so. I uh, think recently. But he was at a hundred. Aragonés, like, like he came here. He couldn't speak a word of English, and and just like he, he got well, a job at Mad. He he would. He he, he was an interesting guy. I read it by Al, Al Jaffe. Was one hundred and two. He was a he was a Mad guy. Yeah, he made it. Yeah, he, uh, he he doesn't he, he doesn't get any refunds. He oh for the insurance for his uh his life he he got a full. There is a hundred year old elementary particles. Yeah, okay. That was one of the books, and whatever. I, that's I, those I, are two. I read the elementary particles years ago, and I'm, those are both. They said I'm in the middle of the possibility of an island. Um, those are two. There Michelle is a woman in my building. There's a woman in my building that just turned a hundred years old. Oh wow! But she doesn't leave the apartment, so I, right, I don't right. think I've ever seen her. I mean, I've been in the building a while, so I might have seen I her. I gotta guess it smells like cats. Her well, I don't know. Uh, I, I was in her apartment. Really? Because Why? on her 100th birthday, there was a sign in the lobby. I got a joke. Right. I got a joke. <laughs> I mean, do porno movies even have that music in it? No. I know that's like the stereotypical. <laughs> they haven't had that since like the, That's like know. the stereotypical porn music, but I've never heard it. <laughs> They don't need, do they even have music? Yeah, it's, 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 I mean, in the old days when a mo- porn movie was an actual movie. There's yeah. a story. And there's a story, and it might, and you know, it was like at least an hour long. Um, there was a sign in my lobby, that I got a joke out, out of this whole thing, that said, uh, happy 100th birthday to, I forgot her name, in whatever apartment it was in. It said, feel free to uh, stop by and say hi. Wait, and give her COVID and, and give her, kill a con- her? What kind of a, cre- <laughs> when was this? Like a, f- I don't know. No, it wasn't six COVID. months it was during ago. The SARS epidemic. <laughs> but anyway, so I got a car. I said, well, you know, I, I don't think I've ever met this woman, but how many hundred year olds do I encounter? So I bought a card. I don't, I think it was, I don't, I don't think there were any hundred year old cards. That the, you know, you go to like the Dwayne oh Reed to buy a birthday card, but there's no hundred year old cards. 
There's like cards for 40, 50, right. and all that. And 10, and you just added a zero. I could have done that. Yeah. But I think I just got like one of those like nice cards, like say, you know, it doesn't say anything specific, and I wrote happy, 100%, whatever. Anyway, so I went up hoping to meet her, but she was in her room, and her nurse was there, and I just gave the card to the nurse. Okay. Then I took off my shirt. <laughs> this is. And then. Right, right. <laughs> they said I'd like and to buy your book. But we didn't have any money. How as they say, as they say, is there something we could offer for? As it? they say in porno scripts, and then scene, or and then I don't know, and then there's a word they use when I, they. I came to fix their dishwasher, and they said they don't have any money. Uh, but Harry, you had a you had a query. It's just the most insane thing to think that they would invite a bunch of strangers. We're not strangers. We live in the building. I mean, you know. S- we're, yeah, we're neighbors. You're strangers. Well, we're neighbors, but we're strangers, but we're neighbors. I mean, you could be serial killers, or I mean, it's just nuts. Would you let any everybody in your building just like into and out of your apartment willy nilly? Hundred, yes. I'd be like, that's it. Yeah. I can't take it anymore. Yeah, One you, I, I'd like, be, please grab a complimentary so pillow she, and bring it in. She's not a healthy hundred, I don't think, because again, even more reason. Like, you're, I'd be like, hey, again. can we practice you putting the pillow over my face? In like the middle of like a pandemic, Noah. Well, it was a, no, it was about a few months ago. It was after the worst. I mean, are we still in the pandemic? I think it's pretty. It over depends right on now, who yeah. you ask. I don't know. Are we? Uh, I think we're we're done with it. You know, you don't even know. People if are there wearing was anybody ma- in there. The nurse was in. There. Oh, you mean the? I don't know if she was in there. Oh, she probably was. You know, but um, the sponge bath. God. <laughs> well, the day might come. Like, the day might come where being a hundred is not such a big deal. Bob from uh. like 14R was giving her a sponge bath. <laughs> <laughs> my friend's grandmother turned 103 today. Oh, wow. You know her, my friend Emily. I- is she coherent? Can she yeah. speak? Totally. She's rocking and rolling. My Shout out. What's her name? We're going to send you um, a happy birthday. I'm going to tell you right I, now. One grandmother lived to 93, but my parents both died young. One was 69, one was 44. So who knows? Oh. Yeah. 44? Your father yeah, my was dad, the pilot. Yeah. Oh, that's so young. Right. Yeah. He was uh, flying JFK Jr., and then uh, they disappeared. <laughs> I remember as a kid. Happy birthday to Grandma Lucille. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, well, we wish Grandma Lucille, uh, me and all the people here at the uh, right. Thank you the, for listening. Uh, live from the table wish a happy 103rd birthday to Grandma Lucille. Oh, you Emily, know Emily. Emily Kidding. Wow, she looks, she looks amazing. She's amazing. For 103. Right. Um, she looks pretty well. Good. Can we edit this in case she doesn't make it till next week? Oh, God forbid! I, I remember <laughs> as a kid. <laughs> so funny. I remember as a kid. I was like 15, I think, and our neighbor died in a car accident. He was 67, and I remember thinking, ah. I said to my father, "Well, it's sad, but you know, 67. I mean, right. you know, he, I mean, you yeah, know, he, I can't ask for much better. You know, I mean, it's not. He lived. Yeah, you like, think you think that's not uh, that My bad father now, looked like, at me with horror. He's like, my father was who was in his 50s at the time was like, well, what are you talking about? You know. As as a kid, you perceive yeah, sure. somebody in their sixties as having sufficiently lived yes, and you know, and if they died, it's not a tragedy. But also, or you th- can't really differentiate. I remember being yeah. a kid, and like, really, I couldn't like, really yeah, tell yeah, the could, difference right. I never, between twenty and forty. Yeah, or, like I never thought in terms of how old is yeah. this adult. Correct. You're an adult. That's right. You, you know, and there was three categories of people: kid, adult, and old. Yeah, I could I could make the distinction if somebody was elderly. Yes. And, and, you know, but, and, or if somebody was a kid like me, I mean, I guess like somebody that was a, an older teen, I guess like, like kind of made that distinction between like a 40 year old and a teen and like a 20 year old, 
I, yeah, I don't know if I saw that I big a difference. I just see pictures of like my mom when she was my age, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh my god! Like I thought she was so much older. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Like when I was 18, when it, yeah. my mom was 48. Yeah. My, and you perceived her as an old woman. Well, I, I don't know an old woman, but certainly much, much older than I think that people who are in their, you know, late 40s, early 50s are now, which is basically like yeah, a 100%. lot of people who I know. Yeah. It's almost like the people who, like J-Lo does not look like a 50-year-old, you mm-hmm. know, like growing right, up. What when, you I saw thought a 50, when I thought it was 50. Right. There was there was this uh, who's that Wilford Brimley in Cocoon? Yeah, he was fifty three in Cocoon. Yeah, yeah. There, there are people who are saying like the Wilford Brimley thing, like so he is like like he was always old. Like so and so is as old today as Wilford Brimley right. was filming Cocoon, right. and you're always like yeah, like insane. Tom Cruise was I right, right, think, right, and that was like Tom 10 Cruise years is ago. older today than 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 uh, than Wilford Brimley was in Cocoon by like ten years. Yeah, by a lot, by a lot. Brad yeah. Pitt is older. Yeah, and yeah. we don't see these people as elderly. I mean, they may no, not be. No. They may not be at the peak of their sexiness, right. right? Which I think for a man peaks in early forties. I would say maybe mid th- mid thirties, early forties, early forties. I'm gonna say. You think a man peaks in terms of his sexiness? I think a man peaks around nineteen, <laughs> and then it's all just like. <laughs> Well, and his endurance peaks, perhaps. Right, but before they can drink, that's it. Once they start drinking. It's all downhill. It's all downhill. But, like, a, a good-looking 40-year-old is attractive to everybody. You know, uh... I think men do age better, actually, though. Like, I think someone like, like Bruce Willis, when he was 50, looked better than Bruce Willis at in moonlight, moonlighting, you know? Like, in moonlighting. Well, that, that, that may be face. a personal taste, though. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. You like Bruce Willis? No, no. I, uh... I always thought he was pretty hot. I mean, he's all right. I think I'd prefer the. I mean, not now because you know. Right. But, oh, uh, poor Bruce Willis. That's. I wasn't so even thinking sad. that. Well, that is weird. Weird that your mind we went talk there. About okay. Turns all right. like Sicko. so. T- <laughs> <laughs> all right, weirdo. Wow. The mind filled out right. there. Apparently, all right. <laughs> poor Bruce. Uh, no, but like some people, I think even like you know Brad Pitt was like a like or Leo DiCaprio. Like as a kid, he was like very a young, go- but now as a, like an adult, he's I think better looking. I tell you, I saw, I, I saw, um, like I didn't before, but now I think he's. A few like, weeks okay, ago, I, I saw Meet Joe Black, which is not a good movie in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But my God, was Brad Pitt good looking? I mean, he was. It's ridiculous. Yeah, he was. You know, yeah, was he was absolutely so absurd how good looking he he was in that. Movie. Yeah, Legends of the Fall. And he, Legend of the Fall of the Fall. He was like too like pretty for me. I. Lo- I'm sorry to say this because this is a very controversial um, figure, but at his peak, I think that like Johnny Depp before he turns into like yeah now he's worse yeah now he he, looks no same with insane yeah yeah. but like when he was like he looks like that cool aunt who will let you have a beer as long as you don't (laughs) tell your mom that's what um you know it's awful we uh. I guess we'll wrap this up. Yeah. Um, thank you, Jay. You need to go around the corner soon. And yeah. It's was it seven now? It's yeah. Six six thirty. And everybody should oh, watch her special, Daddy's, Daddy's Girl, Girl yes. on YouTube. It's a very good title for a special. Thank you. Thank Mine you. is not available yet, but uh, we'll keep you posted on that. Uh, thank you for uh, listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye bye.